0: Welcome to Women Finding Clarity, the podcast that ignites your inner power and guides you on a journey to uncover the boundless potential of the universe. I'm Pascal Cook Fernandes, your podcast host, business mentor, resident Reiki Master, and abundantly aligned heart-centered friend. Join me every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time as we embark on a transformative adventure where we align our energies elevate our businesses, and thrive in every aspect of life. If you're an entrepreneur seeking lasting success and are ready to call in abundance like never before, you're in the right place. Remember, the universe is abundant and success is your birthright. Let's align, elevate, and thrive together, one conversation at a time. Hello, hello, and welcome to Women Finding Clarity. I'm your host, Pascal Cook Fernandes. If you know me at all, you know that I really like to sing. And if you know me at all, you know that I really can't sing. When my kids were very little, each of them, around the age of three, told me, No, no, mommy, you don't sing. I still sang. And I still sing and it still drives them crazy. And her approach with The Voice is all about finding connection and clarity within. You're absolutely going to want to look her up after listening to our conversation. Before I officially introduce her, here's a reminder of what's going on at Women Finding Clarity. I have a special three-day event planned for November 15th, 16th, and 17th. The Business Breakthrough Challenge is the place to be if you feel like your life experiences and the lessons you learned along the way have earned you a PhD in life. The Business Breakthrough Challenge is for you if you'd like to learn how you can turn your life's PhD into a profitable business. Here's what you can expect when you save your seat for this free virtual event. We will meet live in the Zoom room at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for one hour on each of those three days, November 15th, 16th, and 17th. During day two, I will show you how to start crafting your purpose-driven business vision. And on day three, Unlock the secrets of a holistic business strategy. I heard you when you said you know you have so much to offer others, but just aren't sure how to make that happen. And I even heard some of you when you said, yeah, but who am I to think I have anything to offer this world? I encourage those of you to reframe and ask yourself instead, who am I to not offer my gifts for the greater good? In a world that often feels like it's lacking humanity and is burning down around us, there is no better time to stand up, let your voice be heard, and bring your gifts to the world. And did I mention prizes? Attend all three days live and participate in games that are designed to help you have an actual breakthrough to clarity. You can save your seat for this three-day business breakthrough challenge by clicking the link in show notes or by going to www.womenfindingclarity.com forward slash profit. Okay, back to my amazing guest this evening. My friend Dave Sarupkar is an internationally recognized authority on sound, mantra, yoga, and sacred music. She expertly weaves threads into a tapestry of transformative experiences for her students and nurtures a vibrant community and center for learning, empowered sound, focused, Focused on the powerful potential of the human voice, with a lifetime dedicated to yoga and music, Dave Saroop excels in guiding students and teachers alike to discover the profound power of their voices and the art of mantra chanting. She is a go-to resource for yoga instructors worldwide seeking to increase their skills and enhance their impact. Dave Saroop is in high demand as a speaker and trainer, both online and in person. As an accomplished chant leader and vocalist, her Recordings and performances span chant, meditation, jazz, and traditional Indian curtain. Certified as a lead teacher with the Kundalini Research Institute, she has earned an MBA from Claremont Graduate University. She also holds certifications from the Sound Healing Academy in UK, Somatic Voice Work, Yoga Farm Ithaca, and Yoga Source Santa Fe. She resides in New Mexico with her husband. I am so honored to welcome my friend and magically brilliant
1: sound expert, Dave Saroop Carr.
0: Dave Saroop, welcome to Women Finding Clarity.
1: So great to hear, be here, Pascal. Thank you for inviting me. Oh my gosh. You know,
0: <laughs> the moment, I don't know. I had this little girl crush on you anyway, because <laughs> I've seen you at different events and I've experienced some of your sound healing and Let me just say that the honor is all mine. I'm so excited to have you here.
1: You're so generous. Thank you. It's so nice to be here with you.
0: No, of course. So as we're even getting started, I want to just first talk about your first name because your first name is Dave Saroop, D-E-V-S-U-R-O-O-P.
1: That's correct. Yeah.
0: Is that your given name at birth?
1: No, it's not. It's uh, about it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So um, when I was mm, early mid 20s, I got involved in the Kundalini yoga and Western Sikh community. And I was living in Fairbanks, Alaska at the time, just it's kind of interesting. And um, the name was given to me by the leader of that whole thing. And it was to reflect your like your destiny, reflect what you needed, what would be helpful for you to fulfill what you're here to manifest on the planet. So it was given to me, I adopted it, and Dave, it's spelled D-E-V, but Dave means angel or transparent form of God, and Sarup is embodiment. So just a little on that, which is interesting is that I I have, back then, you know, in my journey of my life, I felt very kind of dense and kind of earth, like didn't feel the subtle so much. And then through my practices, my experience of the subtle became stronger. And so a lot of my teaching is one of my gifts is to really ground that subtle experience into words so people can better access it and of course through the voice if that makes sense so it's been a real useful you know name a useful reflection yeah it's
0: like a guide Yeah. yeah yeah beautiful well i will say there's nothing subtle about what you do i mean i think that you When you talk to people, as people are hearing now, your voice is very calm and it's very, it's not quiet, but Mm. it's not loud, right? I've Mm. always been told I'm very loud. Um, Your voice is just very present. Mm. It's neither quiet or loud. Mm. And you just have this gentle, loving, beautiful spirit that emanates in your aura. I mean, it just it transmutes every space that you're in. Wow. Thank you for that. Oh, my video just went on. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say that was by accident. I think all these things happen, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that reflection. That's uh that's so generous of you because you know, you you know, like we're just all just doing our thing. And not necessarily knowing how we're landing, you know?
0: We were together at a retreat last spring and you were on the stage and you were leading a Mm. um, sound healing. We were chanting and you had your guitar. Mm. I'm covered in chills right now, just remembering Mm. back to it. That's how powerful it was for me. It was so moving. It makes me feel like right now, Just going back in that time, like I could cry because I don't think I've ever been in the presence of someone with the strength and the force, I suppose, that you give out. I I don't know. It just, it just enveloped me. I truly believe it enveloped the room. And I think there was so much healing in that space Mm
1: -hmm. in that moment yeah you know it makes me think about how these things are cultivated over time. You know, it's uh, like I didn't land on that. I didn't come in that way. I think I came in with the potential. I didn't land that way. and I think that's true with all of us that were kind of kind of in that flow, I, I, I'm thinking circuitous, but that meandering of life and dealing with uh times when you feel really on and times where you're like what and and like it's not like and, and you know I'm kind of going here it's like we can look at other people and go oh wow look at her she's on the stage she's holding that space um and assume that that, that there's not a life uh, I, I, I don't really want to use the word struggle but you know there's a there's a journey that takes you to that moment,
0: a reality, right? In that moment, that was your reality, but there's also all this other reality surrounding you. And I completely understand that because I always say that I live my life in the flow and I just kind of go where the universe takes me and where the universe shows me where I'm supposed to be next. Right. And yeah. so I completely understand and resonate with what it is you're trying to say, yeah. because what worked for us last year maybe isn't what works for us this year. And for me, it's about the energy of the whole thing. So if the energy feels in alignment, I'm there and I know that the universe has brought me to this place for a reason. But if the universe or if the energy does not feel aligned, that's not my place. And if it was my place, it's not my place anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking about women finding clarity and the journey of finding clarity. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, been a
0: journey. I uh, was with someone just this week who, you know, she was like, how's business going? And I'm like, oh, it's really well. And she's like, how many clients do you have? And la la la. And I said, you know, well, I have changed in the scope of, in the scope of coaching per se, yeah. I've changed my niche. I've changed my focus a couple of times on who the people are that I'm trying to call in. And it's because it felt right in that moment to say this group of people, and then it didn't. And when it stopped feeling like it resonated, I knew there was something different. And so I pivoted and then I pivoted again and where I am now feels like magic. Uh And I feel like I had to go through that process to land here. And so I completely hear what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a journey. And, you know, to your point, We should never feel embarrassed or less than or invalidated because we want to change where we are, our station in life, our career, our relationships, our anything. Yeah. Because that change means we're evolving and we're growing and we're expanding.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've been uh, reading, uh, listening to a book by Pema Chodron, the Buddhist teacher um and it's a book called when things fall apart and it's really um interesting because she talks about and, and you know how you when you get messages from all sorts of different places and they're not they're not colluding on the earth plane right you know they're from different places and it's about being in this you know like thinking of um Mm, I'm trying to think like like here's where the the struggle and challenge is here's where the kind of peaceful place is, and how we're looking for I do you know, like looking for to stay over here, right to find here, and this teaching is about just being in that center place of. You, you know, you're like the folly, essentially, of trying to chase this and this only rather than being in this integrated, you know, because like you're saying, you have the evolution of the of the where you're going. And this is where you've landed right now, but you're going to land somewhere else soonish. Yes. And that's all good. Yes. And yeah, so uh, that's been a big teaching coming to me. Yeah.
0: I love all of that because as a master manifester Mm
1: -hmm. and I
0: just recently have started owning that because someone told me that years ago, Mm they're like, Oh, you really are a master manifester. And then she told someone else and someone else gave me a job and was like, so-and-so says you're a master manifester. So I need you on my team and all these things. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like I own that now because I see it happening. Right. I can, I can watch it. And the reality of manifestation, which is also the reality of life is that it's not the thing that we're chasing that we want, because once we achieve that, place that station we're holding that thing in our hands. Now we want the next thing, right? So it's yeah. it's not that it's not enough. it's just that we're always moving forward. we're always growing. And so it's in that space that you were just talking about, that's the feeling. So if you want to manifest, you got to live in that feeling, the feeling of the thing you're working toward and you're growing toward. And what you were just describing is exactly that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love you so much.
1: Yeah. 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 It's so fun to be with you, right?
0: So fun to be it's with you. Yeah.
1: That's good.
0: It's good. Yeah. So I want to talk about your business. Yeah. And your business is called Empowered Sound. Yes. And let's talk a little bit about that, like what it is that you do, how you lead people through what you do.
1: Yeah. So my focus is I I work with yoga teachers, and also yoga practitioners. Although I can really work with anybody, but that's you know the focus, who really want to um, up level their teaching and their practice with sound and mantra. Tools, so that they can create profound transformation for themselves and their students. So, uh, I've been. I came to this because you know I had a regular career for you know a long time, and in what I would do on the side is I was a Kundalini Yoga teacher trainer, which I still am, and with a. A real dedicated expertise in sound and mantra. So what I learned over all these years, and I traveled all over the world, I had it. I had it all worked out with my work that I could do this. And so I did both things was um, but I focused on teacher training um, was helping people to find their own voice, because there's a really interesting thing about, okay, so we, you know, sound healing is big in the world, right? You know, I've got my little bowl, you know, so there's bowls, and there's didgeridoos and drums and gongs and all sorts of things. But we also have the voice, your own beautiful, incredible voice, which each voice has its own unique imprint. And it's incredibly healing to use your own voice to transform and heal yourself and also others. But what's tricky about it is we have a lot of, um, you know, I'm tone deaf. I sing off key. I'm raising my hand. Yeah. Somebody told me, you know, somewhere along the line, uh, don't sing. I can't stand your voice or we were silenced. I don't know I don't know who wasn't. Right. You know as as children, you know, if you, you know
0: grew up before the 90s you were silenced.
1: Yeah, and I don't know anything about afterwards, you know, but the, the whole silence thing. And so there's something that what I find over and over and again when I work with people is that they know there's this great capacity they want to be able to use their voice. But they have this self perception. So, a lot of what I'm doing when I'm working with people is helping them to close that gap and create a really embodied sense of their own voice. Then, you know, you, you can be teaching while you're doing that, but the more confident you are doing that, then you start applying. You know you I use mantra I use toning I use humming I use these things for people to create that comfort, so what i'm really interested in doing is getting people deeply embodied in themselves. So that they're using their their healing instrument for themselves and for others with greater confidence.
0: Mm. So. I need you so badly in my life. <laughs> it's funny because today is the anniversary of when my husband and I met. Oh, and wow. The, we that's were at a wedding. I'm just like pivoting off for a moment because so it's true. coming back to a bigger point. We yeah. were at a wedding and we both had had a few drinks and- you know, we'd been looking at each other all night, but we didn't talk to each other and all these things. So towards the end of the night, he comes up and he says, why aren't you dancing? And I looked at him and I said, because no one asked, (laughs) right? So we, I've always been a little bit fresh, I guess, but anyway, so we went out and danced and then the next song came on and we continued to dance. The next song, the second song was friends in low places by Garth Brooks. neither of us remember the first song oh so our song is friends in low places
1: oh wow wow
0: so weird it's so weird and yet so very like uniquely us and whatever so this morning we were like we gave each other a hug and we started singing the song and he's like we're kind of singing and swaying. He's like, thank God you do what you do. And you're not trying to be a singer. Dave (sighs) Saru, I'm just not a singer. I do believe I'm tone deaf. And in high school, I played the flute in the band, right? We went to Canada for a competition kind of a thing. And there was a part of a song where we had to hum. And my, I sat in the front row and my band teacher looked at me and he goes, or we had to whistle. He looked at me and goes, Pascal, just pretend to whistle. Don't actually whistle. Yeah. Like I could play the flute and be on tune and be on key and do do yeah. the things. But when it comes to my voice, no. So no. are you saying that there's a connection between being silenced and being told and all those things and actually improving your voice
1: yeah absolutely absolutely because we get muted right yeah you know it's like you know like there's something that stops us you know like here you know stops us from coming out from, from coming forward because you know we don't just you know, of course, when we're infants and we're children, you know we're vocalizing a lot and it doesn't matter, and blah, you know, doing our whole thing, right? But there's silencing that happens in different ways as we go along. Your story is fortunately not unique. You know, I, I always ask uh, people when I'm teaching, how many of you were told don't sing? How many were of you were told, you know, um, you know, those questions we talked about too loud. You're too loud. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That one. Another, another one is how many of you have ever said anything you regretted?
0: So much.
1: And I always answer. I always ask that one last because that's true for everybody. Right. We've all like, we all flinch and go, "Oh my God, I can't believe I did that when I was 12. Oh my God. You know, not only
0: that, but I feel like I'm the queen of putting my foot in my mouth without even realizing I'm doing it, right? I won't even know a situation that is occurring that everyone else in the room knows. So I'll make a joke just trying to be funny and everybody else is just like, oh my God, what did she just say? I have no idea what they know. And yeah. I'm just making a joke. Yeah. Notorious Dave Sarup.
1: Yeah. Well, now where I go with that is yeah. okay, everybody in the room, really? Maybe not. Yeah. You know, like, like we 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 do this, you know, we say, oh God, I said something stupid and I am ashamed and everybody knows it. You know, you can go there where like how many people really care?
0: Right. And, you know, as you're saying that, when you were talking about, um, were you told that that you couldn't sing? Were you told that you were too loud? Were you, have you ever said anything? The things that were coming up for me were Hmm. guilt, shame, uh, not enoughness, unworthiness, right? So as you were talking, emotions are coming up.
1: Yeah. Yeah yeah and then that goes into a whole other thing yeah Um, yeah. my my own current journey you know is i've been a meditator for a long time I, i started practicing yoga when i was 16 and i'm 64 so you know almost 50 years is that it yeah also
0: hold that thought I can't believe you're 64 because I thought maybe I'm 48, so I'm like, oh, maybe she's like 52. (laughs) Hurry on. Yeah,
1: yeah, and you still need me, and you'll still feed me. I just (laughs) turned 64, so I've been singing that song a lot, right? So, (laughs) um, I, you know, I, I don't know. So emotion, right, is a, you know, in the yogic tradition that and community that I was deeply steeped in for a long time. Um, There was sort of a emotion, uh, a denigration of emotion, something about emotion not being you know emotion commotion drama trauma that if you in, in if you engage in emotion you're going to go down a path that's going to create hell for you right so there i certainly in the tradition that i had been steeped in for a long time i believe that there was bypassing emotions so like when you're saying you know we're, we're making you know how many of you how many of you and then these emotions come up and so part of my own study is how to actually be with emotion Mm -hmm. rather than bypass it rather than say well I'm holy and I'm going to I'm going to um meditate my way through everything you know when you think about you know the whole surging of yogic practices in the west you know it kind of started back in the late 1800s but it really really started to take off in the late 60s right yep and there's so much that happens in yoga you know so so the, let me let me see if i hope i'm making sense in all of this but about emotions so like for example i have a a student friend student friend who's really going through something really difficult in their life and and said well if i were really yogic i would and i say f being yogic right because there's this kind of like being yogic means i should behave there's a whole construct and it's not just being yogic but it could be being christian or being 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 anything, being anything that there's a construct. So I'm going to set myself into that construct. Right. Yeah. And if I do that and I've done this plenty, if I do that, then I'm not here. Mm -hmm. Right. So I I'm saying to her F being yogic, feel what you feel. The situation is really difficult and yogic means what you're going to, you're going to float above something and not deal with it. I hope I'm making sense in all of that. You're
0: making total sense. You have to feel it to heal it, right? You have to move through it. You can't just pretend it's not there. Like you said, rise above it and just watch it happening down there. I don't have to partake in that. Of course you do, because if
1: you don't,
0: how do you heal? Yeah. Right. How do you release?
1: Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. going to
0: say Dave Sarut for president of the world. <laughs> because. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Right. Who would want that job? Yeah, right, well, right, right. The reason I'm saying that, that's what popped into my mind as you were talking, because let's all stop living for or pretending to be the ideal yeah. of any particular group. Yeah. Let's just treat others how we want to be treated, know that we're all dealing with our own shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. And let's just support each other to move through it and get to the other side of it. Because imagine what a different community, household, community, um, country, world, universe it would be if we could live that way versus no, my way is right. And your way is wrong. And I'm going to do this because I'm trying to reach this.
1: Yeah. 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 That's what I've always, it's commonly come up when I'm teaching. And of course you teach from, I teach anyway, from inspiration of, you know, truth within that, you know, what, what do they say? You know, sweep your own porch first. Um, that
0: i've never heard that but i love it
1: yeah yeah so y- you know if i am settled within myself which is a, a, that's that's a journey that's a life journey right settling getting disre- de- dysregulated getting re-regulated you know that's the journey but if i i'm settled within myself then my home relationships my friend relationships my community, you know, that, that, that reach um, that I can move in the world with more, you know, I use the word authentic a lot, but with more authenticity, more connection, more I can be in the supermarket, checking out and have a, a calm connection with the person that's you know checking me out or you know that and sometimes that doesn't work and sometimes i you know some we're we're not a thousand percent that's part of the human the human journey right right so
0: well what i pulled out from what you just said is Mm -hmm. sweeping your own front porch So you can just be in the world, right? You're not, you're not holding on to shame. You're not, you're healing your own trauma, your own anything that you've gone through. So then you can just be and allow, and that's the most beautiful thing. And so for me, you know, going back to what I said, I've pivoted my niche with who I'm working with. Several times until I landed here, and this feels right. Because what I do is I teach women to use their life lessons, their life experiences that they've gone through, that they have done the feeling so they could do the healing. Yeah. So they can now use that experience and what they've learned to help other women yeah go through the same thing because yeah. everyone doesn't have the tools and if you've gone through it and you've peeled from it it doesn't mean that it's one way to quote unquote fix everyone but you have an experience which is like your base to start
1: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. something that comes to mind when i'm thinking about tools right and um you you come to what you do with your own you know what what would we say we have a phd in life you know exactly you you come with your own tools and everybody you work with comes with their own life experience and brings their their theirs forward so that they can serve you know and i actually had um uh one of the women that we know in our community uh you and i know uh i did a had a soul reading last night with this woman that we know oh boy and so she said you know and it's it's hilarious for me because um i've been having this happen um i've been doing this various talking to different healers and stuff as i've been going through a lot this past six months or so and she said that my like essentially my destiny from birth has been um music and voice And, um, and then I had this astrology, these people don't know each other. And he goes, oh, I've read a thousand charts. This was a few months ago, more than a thousand charts. And, you know, there's your chart. I've never seen one that is more about the voice and mantra and all of that. And both of them, you know, I've had several of different things as well, but he's in Portugal, she's in Australia, you know, whatever, you know, and, um, you know, and like she was saying last night. She goes, "If you're thinking about doing something else, don't." <laughs> wow. I mean, you know, you have your choice, but you know. So, I think I think because for me, you know, for whatever reason, this is manifested for me, right? Mm-hmm. And there's all sorts of sayings and things you can pick out where you know um frequency and vibration is the medicine of the future yeah it's all about frequency and that you can heal yourself and others through through frequency and that can manifest in all sorts of ways but through vibration I do it with the voice right so that's what I know And that's what I know really works because it's worked really, really magnificently for me. And, but that each of the, you, Pascal, and each of the people that you work with have their own magic Yeah, that, that may be known fully, maybe just a little tiny, tiny little pilot light flame waiting for the ignition you know yeah Um, maybe partially revealed but it's you know yeah so that everybody has some sort of magic to bring forward and i want to say to help create i don't know more awareness or more a a world we like to be part of
0: as you were speaking, what came into my mind was when we can all embrace and live our gifts, that's when and how we're going to heal the world because it's not about money. Money's not real. Yeah. Status isn't real. It's all made up. All these things that we feel like we crave, like we want more money. We want the bigger house, the faster car. We want the title. We want all the things. That's all just made up. The reality is all there is, is our vibration. Yeah. Yeah. None of that other stuff is real.
1: Yeah. Because all of that can be taken away from you in a flash.
0: In a minute. Absolutely. In a second. Yep. None of it's real. Yeah. What is real is this present moment right now, right? Because although we have memories of our past, they're just stories that we tell ourselves over and over in our heads, right? We can't get back there. So that's not real. That's not reality. The future, we can have goals, and it's important to have goals. It's important to have aspirations. It's important to grow and expand toward something. But the future isn't real either. It's just in this moment, right here, as I'm looking at you, Dave Saroop, on this screen. This is all we have because the beginning of the conversation is already gone. Yeah. So that's not real either.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and what a I don't know about you, but what a challenge to to maintain that re- reality. So we need practice, reminder practice to be in that whatever that practice is, you know, meditation or you know whatever that is to remember that because there's so much bombarding us even more and more and more and more you know the the flood of information and you know people trying to resolve things with you know we've got wars we you know you know
0: exactly as you're sitting there talking about it, the both of us just keep taking a breath. I see it Mm
1: -hmm. in both of
0: us. And we both have been like moving our bodies, right? Because in the energy of all those things, it's all uncomfortable. Yeah. And so when you're in an uncomfortable situation, think about that. What do you do? You hold your breath. You might lean forward because you're trying to appear bigger or larger in a situation. You might move backwards and shrink down a little bit because that's how you're feeling. But in all the situations, we're always moving and trying to be comfortable.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And moving is you know, like, it was really interesting. Like I I said, I had this soul reading last night, which I I have great trust for this, this uh, colleague of ours. And um, I had said something that was, you know, that was um, challenging that had gone on in my yoga community, that I'm kind of not so much part of, not as much part of. And she goes, Oh, yeah, I can feel that. And she had all her, her kind of tools around her. And she's like, you know, moving and whipping, you know, and moving things through to move the energy because she could feel it. Yeah. And so she has learned not to just sit in, you know, I mean, we're gifted with these bodies and we hold things in our body. Um, and that movement, which is a form of vibration, you know, movement is important for, um, for releasing and managing and you know you know we're all just trying to move to, you know new you know know who we are and and move with the greatest integrity i believe that you know as possible yeah. um so how important that is um you know with all the stuff that uh is trauma, like trauma informed, you know, things and trauma p- processing. And, you know, um, I have another somebody that I've been, uh, I'm acquainted with, she's in the UK and she was, uh, she's a trauma expert. And one thing she was saying, and I'm not sure where I'm going though, going with what we're talking about the body, right? Yeah. She was saying that with trauma trauma gets stored in the body and that you, you can't Yeah, I don't know a whole lot around this. Okay. But you know, so I'm sure a listener is going, well, I can tell you, you know, give me yeah. a call, I'll see you hear about it, you know, like, um, that, um, uh, that trauma is held in the body and that talk therapy is not going to release your trauma. You have to release the trauma through the body somatically, through a physiological, some sort of physiological process. I mean, depression, real, you know, real thing, right? You know, postpartum depression, real thing. And I know when I experience low times, depression, I'm trying to push myself out of it. And so it's like that, part of it, that maybe I need to rest. Now I'm not talking about clinical depression. I'm not talking, you know, I'm not, of course, not, you know, but, but um, anyway, that, of course, is a sound person. I love that deep rest depressed, you know, I let, you know, the, the play in the words in English anyway, you know, is really fascinating.
0: It's fascinating. I'm sitting yeah. here like I don't know. I'm just as you're talking, my head is just like shaking up and down. Yeah. Yeah. And as I think back to that time, let me tell you what was going on in that time, which is why right now I feel like I have this look of just astoundment on my face as Mm -hmm. I'm listening to you talk. But I wasn't supposed to have any children. So we went to the Reproductive Science Center and went through that whole thing. And we were blessed enough to get pregnant, right?
1: Beautiful.
0: We had our first baby and we were like, you know what? When she is three months old, let's go back and start the paperwork so that when she's six months old, we can start again for another baby. And at the same time, if we never have another baby, we're so blessed to even have this one, right? Right, right. So- We made that proclamation when she was three months old and I was getting ready to go back to start the paperwork and whatever. I found out very shortly thereafter. So we went back, we started the paperwork. We're like, we want to come back on this date and this month and we want to get started again. That was when she was four months old. I... Just kind of felt a little funny, and I'm like, there's no way. let me take a test. I took a test. Wow. There's no way this positive is right. This has to be a false positive. I took four tests wow. Dave. Saru. They were all positive. Wow. I went to where my husband was working that day, and I was almost in tears. like my voice was like trying to get the words out and I'm like, honey, I think I might be pregnant. And he was like, why? I'm like, because I took a test and it's a positive. <laughs> right? But let me just tell you back up a little bit. When you go through infertility treatments, I was giving myself injections into my stomach of hormones wow. on a schedule, right? Wow. And then the day before you went in for like the big thing, you'd have to give yourself this very timed injection. And then you go in and you have the procedure and then you go home and you put your feet up on the couch and all these things. It was very stressful and time. I don't know. Then I found out it was pregnant again. And so I was giving hormones. I became pregnant. All the hormones ramp up, right. To support the pregnancy. You have the baby, all the hormones drop off. Then I got pregnant again. All the hormones go back up. Amazing. All yeah. they're up. I'm pregnant, full term. I have that baby. The hormones drop off again.
1: Yeah.
0: There was no rest in right. that time. Right. So what you're saying about what Jim Carrey said about depressed, deep rest, you need deep rest darn it I need a deep rest those babies were only 13 months apart
1: <laughs> yeah 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 holy yeah and I can't get up and do the dishes you know and then to put the deep rest uh concept in there you know and kind of go, hmm.
0: it explains so much yeah. And that's just a little piece of it, right? Because yeah, yeah. the chemicals in your brain are absolutely different. And I don't yeah. want this to say, oh, if you're depressed, you can go off your meds. All you have oh. to do is just rest on the couch.
1: No. That. Oh,
0: no. However, in that time, holy Moses, does that make so much sense?
1: Yeah. And I want to accentuate that about you know, that the complexity and the the individuality of situations, you know, like some people are anti um, medication or, or, you know, and I am not, you know, it's like, like, if it works and you need it, use it and, uh, you know, in a balanced in a balanced way, you know, I've. So, you know, there's the whole plethora of situations and there's the whole different ways of treatment. And this thing about deep rest is just a something to put into the mix that
0: it's just another tool, isn't it? Like we started talking about in the beginning, there are so many tools Yeah, and you know, where you do sound healing and you use your voice and mantra and. I love that you say mantra the right way because I'm so American. Mantra,
1: mantra? Man, man, yeah, Yatra. Mantra. 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 Yeah, there it is, mantra. I love you. Um,
0: Yes, so I just lost my train of thought for a moment, but it's just another one of the tools. Yeah. And I love so much that, so many doctors now are pulling in Eastern practices because I feel like that's what we need. We need a balance of Eastern and Western medicine.
1: Yeah. And you think about, uh, Eastern practices or indigenous practices, um, you know, have been evolving through millennia. Right. And, um, you know when you look at yogic practices they're based on the 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 sort of proving ground is experience people's experience that's the proving ground and that um it's only in the past i don't know 50 100 years or whatever that research actual you know research process is saying hey if you do this particular practice, we can prove that this is the result. It's gonna take maybe never for all the research aspect of it to validate the millenni, millennial, the, the time immemorial experience of, uh, you know, of experience, of what experience proves for people. But right. you look at both and it's nice to have this yeah. because, because all the things you know like you know I could I could go for a, you know through through yogic history just to focus on the yogic stuff is that through yogic history anything that is people are practicing is a download from their experience you know, it's easy, you know, no, no, it's not like, okay, what was written somewhere, you know, but that is from somebody's experience. If somebody has some divine experience, and they try to put it in words, they words only go so far, right? But it's, where did it come from? It came from some inspiration.
0: And where did that come from?
1: Yeah, divine source, you know, whatever people want to say, you know, about that. So it's, it's, how do you prove it? How do you prove a lineage? What does a lineage mean? You know, it's like, you know, let's just sit down and breathe. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's what I feel like I feel like, okay, I need to take a breath.
1: Yeah, let's hum let's let's center ourselves in in our own experience. Yeah.
0: So. I'm glad you said hum, because I want to bring the conversation back to what you do. So when you're working with your clients, is there a particular, what What are they coming to you for?
1: What I like to do is I have them do a self-assessment of kind of their perception of their voice. And we we then we, if I'm working with somebody one-on-one, we would talk about what they're looking to accomplish, they want to create a confidence is key. That's a lot of what people are looking for. So, um, and, you know, many other things, but, but, you know, what, what are they looking for? And then if I'm working one-on-one, I, I design practices for them that we would do together to get them going. And that they would have uh vocal practices to be embodied in themselves. Then we come back and we work on it some more. If somebody's um a yoga teacher or a sound healer, these are the kinds of people that I would be working with. Um, although I'll, you know, if anybody goes, hey, wow, that sounds interesting, let's do it, you know. Um, I'll do like, Okay, let's talk about how you incorporate this now into your teaching into your healing work and then report back. And it's really phenomenal what starts happening for people because everybody's different everybody's how they're doing their teaching and their practice is different. And also the environments that they're teaching in. maybe they're working one on one, maybe they're teaching in a college at the ymca and. What you can bring into an environment varies so yeah. i'm very interested in what you, let's get you in your own voice and how are you applying it and keep on working with that as we're going forward so that's. Um, you know it's it's sort of a a flow if i'm working one on one it's really individualized. So.
0: I love that. And, you know, going back to the retreat where you were leading from the stage, Mm -hmm. I remember in the beginning, you were like, we're going to, I don't remember if you said chant or, you know, but we were singing out with our voices, la la la. And my eyes were closed. I remember my hands were in my heart. I remember I was swaying. Like I can put myself right back there in that moment. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, when we first started, my voice was just very quiet. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I would say three quarters of the way towards the end, I noticed that I was being louder and I was expressing that, yeah. um, maybe not even volume is the right word, but with more strength, with more confidence. Yeah. And that is what made me just come back to that. As you said, you know, the confidence, because just in that short period of time, I was truly, truly able to go from, you know, being very mousy to pushing my voice, allowing my voice to go way out
1: here. Yeah. And What I want to drop in, and I know we're coming to the end here, is one thing that starts happening. And it's sort of a stealth thing that starts happening is. Sometimes. I don't know how often, maybe all the time, but people are able to show up with their voice in their life with greater confidence. have people who have. um, you know, really really difficult situations happening you know infidelity in their marriage you know that kind of thing and difficult conversations and they're able to say uh in you know a few instances that I can think of they're able to say things in in their strength that they weren't able to say before wow they're able to say I am not going to say I'm not going to lie for you yeah this and and do it in you know you know the in the trauma of life you know in the difficulty of life sure there's the screaming sobbing you know moments yeah but what i hear back from people sometimes is they're able to and i'm curious how this is going to evolve as i continue to work with people this way how often this kind of stuff shows up but they're able to say Look, this is what I need in difficult situations. And what, you know, yeah, let's do that.
0: So I know that you work with yoga teachers and yoga teacher trainers and, but through this whole conversation, you can work with any person because what you're doing truly helps people. Show up in the world with more confidence, yeah. with yeah. greater personal power, with greater yeah. strength, and I don't mean like fight you strength. I right, mean right, right, right. more grounded and centered in who they are.
1: Yep. And yep. the tool that I use is the voice. Yeah. And I know how to do it. I I figure you know I kind of just stumbled into this. It turned out it was. I keep on getting the message that it was destined. But I know I know, how to, I know how to do it. I know how to help people be embodied in their own authentic voice. I know how to do it.
0: Yeah. I truly believe that we all come into this world with certain gifts, divine given gifts. Yep. This is your gift. Yep. One of my divinely given gifts is the ability to hold space The ability for people to feel seen and heard, right? It's not my only gift. This isn't your only gift. Right. But I truly believe what you're saying, that you were given this gift to bring into the world.
1: Yeah. 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 Even even when I... Fight it or don't believe it or go, oh, not me. What do you mean? You know, all not that. Me,
0: right. Yeah. But where does that come from? That for me, either comes from a place of fear yeah. um, because they're afraid to acknowledge it or own it or a place of unworthiness.
1: Yeah.
0: Who am I to?
1: Yeah.
0: X, Y, Z. Right. Yeah. I find yeah. that with my own clients. Well, who am I to think I know enough, I don't have a degree in teaching or coaching or therapy or so who am I to XYZ. And what you're saying is exactly the same thing. And who you are is a person who was given this gift and challenged this gift through life experience Yeah. until you reach this place where you're able to share your gift more fully.
1: Yeah. Yep. Absolutely.
0: Amazing. I yeah. want to keep talking to you forever and I'm looking at the time and I'm thinking this is going to have to be a part one and a part two <laughs> episode because
1: oh, good. Oh, let's there
0: is none of this I want to cut out. I still yeah. don't want to stop talking, but I know we must at some point. <laughs> so is there anything as we're closing out that you would like to oftener,
1: oftener, Is there
0: anything as we're closing out that you would like to offer to listeners?
1: Yeah, I uh, have uh, a free half hour session that uh, an empowered voice breakthrough session that we can get together and talk about where you are right now with your voice, what what your vision and goals are for it what your challenges are i can offer a mini practice for you that can help you progress and kind of feel some forward movement in that and so uh pascal you're going to share the link for that right
0: it'll be right in show notes
1: yeah and uh yeah and i'd love to just spend time and 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 one-on-one, it's really fun and connect and talk and, you know, no obligation. Just see, <clears throat> um, explore with you. Yeah. And then if you want, if you see that, the, if we see that there's a way to work more together, um, great. And I, I work with people one-on-one. I also have uh, um, programs that I offer um, periodically. Um, I've got a really great retreat coming up in the spring that I'm going to offer. So, you know, there's other things I'm doing as well. So yeah. Uh,
0: what is your website? So everyone can find you easily and kind of keep track of all these things that you've got coming up.
1: Yeah. It's davesarup.com. So it's just my first name. Okay. s u r o o pcom So yeah
0: which will also be in show notes. Um, What do you say to the person who's like, I really want to sign up for the free session, you know, just to see what this is really all about. But I feel like I am tone deaf. I am not confident. What do you say to that person?
1: Yeah, let's go for it. Let's look at it because a lot of what is our, our, self-perceptions around voice and expression are large false yeah see like i'd like to get a hold of you pascal
0: oh don't think i haven't been standing here thinking "Mm, i'm signing up for a session we're gonna work together
1: yeah you know it's 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 interesting it's not it's I don't know why our, our brains work that way but it's
0: well because it's our ego right we don't want to show up in a way that's going to make us feel unsafe yeah. or that's not going to make us show up as the alpha the all-knowing everybody wants to know everybody wants to be the best that that comes from our ego but yep. if we can get into our bodies into that feeling place And just let the ego be and say, Nope, I'm not interested in subscribing to that newsletter anymore. I want to subscribe to the body's newsletter. Right. But it is hard to step out of the ego and into the body.
1: Yeah. And a big priority for me is what I call brave and safe space. And uh, Brene Brown talks a lot about brave space because Safety means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And you can't guarantee safety, right? Right. But what we can be is brave. And what we can be is mutual. And we can meet each other right where we are. Yeah. And be clear and honest in that. And that's a big priority for me in my teaching and my own personal evolution. So rather than power over that we are empowered that's why I call it empowered sound yeah so,
0: i as you're saying that rather than being empowered over we're being empowered and i almost feel like it's in powered because we're in it together uh, right uh, and that power is coming from within
1: i like that yeah
0: empowered
1: yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Feel free to use that. It's not trademarked. Yeah. I just, it just came to me. I'll be using it as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm putting, I'm writing Pascal with a little TM t- over the top just for fun. You
0: <laughs> Never. You are welcome because we're always better together, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. People are always better together.
1: Yeah. Dave okay.
0: Saroop, thank you for being here. My listeners are better for having joined into this conversation. I'm better every time we get together and the world is better just because you're in it.
1: Oh, you're so kind. I just adore you, Pascal. I'm such a, I'm such a fan. I yeah. was like, you know, when we were in community together and I'm going, ooh, who's she? You know, in the little little Brady Bunch thing in Zoom rooms of like, I, I, I want Pascal. <laughs>
0: I need to know Dave Sarup. Wait, yeah. how do you say her name? Because yeah, I used to say I Dev know. Sarup, Dev right? Sarup. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Nobody says Pascal right anyway, initially. Nobody, but you know, it's yeah, always pronounced. I, right so I don't care.
1: Yeah, you just go just move, right? Yeah. That's
0: it. That's just yeah. my label. Yeah. I love and adore you. You have the very best day.
1: You too. Bless you.
0: Okay. Are you not mesmerized by Dave Saroop? Seriously, you really have to look her up on all your socials, look her up on YouTube and listen to her videos. She is absolutely phenomenal. I was blessed to hear her in person out in California this past spring. I was completely mesmerized and emotionally moved by the whole experience. You are going to love her. Don't forget to save your seat for my three-day business breakthrough challenge happening November 15th, 16th, and 17th. It's free to register and you're not going to want to miss it. If this event makes you think of someone else, please share the link to register for them as well. Remember, the universe is abundant and success is your birthright. Let's align, elevate, and thrive together one conversation at a time. Thank you for being in our Women Finding Clarity community. If you're enjoying this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and review on your favorite listening platform and share it with someone you know so they can find clarity from the conversation as well. Remember, the universe is abundant and success is your birthright. Let's align, elevate, and thrive together one conversation at a time. See you next week.